You're listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. In today's episode, you are going to be learning all about homeopathic remedies, what that is, and how it probably differs from a lot of other therapies, even more natural therapies that you might have heard of in the past. And so I'm really looking forward to sharing this interview with you. And without further ado, enjoy. And I hope that you take something away from this episode. Jenny, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm so excited about diving into all things homeopathy because I think these remedies can be so incredibly healing because many people don't really understand how they work and they might not be using them. And so I really wanted to bring you on to get your expertise to talk about all those types of things. Oh, thanks, Haley. I'm so glad to be here. It is my absolute passion to help people understand homeopathy, what it is, and how much it can help, especially if you're a mom with little kids at home and you're wanting holistic solutions. Homeopathy is like the best. Super awesome. It's just like a crazy concept like of, of energy and, and we'll get all, we'll get into that. But can you talk a little bit about your journey, how you came to this space? I always love hearing people's really process on how they came to do what their passion is and what they love to do. Sure. Yeah. So I never felt well my whole life. Since I was a kid, I was sluggish. My energy was low. I had brain fog. From a really early age, I remember feeling like, well, why don't I feel as good as the other kids who are running and playing? I just felt tired. And I just thought that was normal for me. Um, so I went through life feeling really tired, disengaged, just like waiting to get through the day so I could go to bed. That was my life for many, many years. Um, I, I became pregnant, uh, when I was 28 with my son. And at that point I thought I've got to do something because I can't go into motherhood feeling so tired. You know, the pregnancy was just even compounding the fatigue. So I went to see a homeopath. I'd always been really naturally inclined. I was planning a home birth. You know, I saw a chiropractor And at that point, I knew there was something that could help me. And it turned out to be homeopathy. After seeing a homeopath for just a little while, I was a completely different person. My energy was higher than it had ever been. I started to look forward to waking up in the morning. I became so full of vitality and zest for life that I was like a new person. My anxiety that I'd held really fell away. And I stepped into embodying my life on earth (laughs) in a completely different way and felt so much joy for the first time in my life. And I thought, wow, I have to find out more about homeopathy. So I started reading a book called The Science of Homeopathy by George Vithulkis. And it talked about how homeopathy was so different than conventional medicine because, you know, as we've all experienced in the conventional medical world, and I certainly had, it's very ego-based and they are very fear-based homeopathy is so the opposite of that. It's all about just taking the time to understand the patient, understand what they're going through. And whether it's a chronic issue or an acute issue, you match all of their experience to a remedy and the remedy stimulates a healing response in the person. And so that really, really appealed to me. I registered for school at the Northwestern Academy of Homeopathy in Minneapolis, which is a four-year program. I'm now a clinical instructor there, uh, 
about 13 years later and the rest is is history. I've been a homeopath for over a decade and I absolutely love my practice. I wouldn't trade it for the world and now I've made it my mission to help empower moms to use homeopathy at home and I have a full and thriving private practice with people who have chronic issues that um, they're using homeopathy to help with because homeopathy can help both on the acute level, which you can you know learn how to do at home, and on the chronic or constitutional level, uh, which you need to see a professional homeopath for care. That is so cool. So do you feel like you're drawn to a certain demographic or maybe you attract certain cases I know for me, I'm very drawn to, or I draw people who are looking to help get help with their acne, their hormones, fertility. Of course, I help other conditions, but I feel like that's kind of my bread and butter. That's what I see a lot. That's what I attract. What do you find to be the case for you, especially helping a lot of moms? I really see a lot of moms and families because part of my message is that mom, you need to put yourself first. You are the absolute most important person in the family because everybody plugs into you for their sense of being okay. And so we've got to get you feeling good, feeling supported, feeling, you know, as vital as can be. And so with that message, moms feel seen and heard and want to feel better because I think hearing that makes everybody think, oh yeah, that's right. I do. I haven't been taking care of myself and that's why my family doesn't feel good. So mom feeling good is the most important thing for the family. And so I see a lot of moms and then a lot of kids too. Dads will come then eventually. And of course I have older people, single people. I'm not exclusive to to one demographic really, but I find that moms are drawn to homeopathy for themselves and their whole families just because it's such a, an amazing holistic modality to learn about. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So can you talk a little bit about what homeopathy is? Sure. Yeah. So homeopathy is a complete system of holistic medicine based on the principle of like cures like. What this means is that a substance that could cause symptoms in a healthy person can be used in the homeopathic or very diluted version to help a sick person suffering from those symptoms. A really simple example is red onion. What happens when we're chopping an onion? Our eyes burn and water and our nose runs. We have a homeopathic remedy made from onion that's very useful for people who are suffering from hay fever when the symptoms match that of an onion, right? Their eyes are burning and watering and their nose is running like a faucet. The remedy Allium Sepa, which we use all the Latin names in homeopathy, so there's no confusion across languages. Um, the remedy Allium Sepa, which is made from red onion, will help somebody in that hay fever state. Now, they haven't been chopping an onion, but it's a similar energetic presentation. And so that's a really simple breakdown or a really simple example of how homeopathy works uh, remedies are prepared from all types of substances. We have about 5,000 remedies, all made from natural substances, plants, minerals, um, some animal substances. They're prepared in facilities to very specific protocols of production, similarly to supplements. Um, mm. But the thing that's different about remedies is they're very, very diluted. And it's in this special preparation called succussion, where they're diluted and pounded in between in between dilutions that allows the toxic properties of the original substance to fall away while the energetic or healing properties are harnessed and amplified through this process of succussion. 
So then the remedies are coated on the outside of a little white lactose or sucrose pellet packaged and delivered to you. And so if you've taken a homeopathic remedy before, you know it's those little white pellets that dissolve under your tongue. And what they're doing is not really putting a chemical medication into your bloodstream. Rather, they are stimulating a healing response in you by by, um, exposing you or, you know, presenting you with a minute dose of the substance that would cause the symptoms that you're experiencing. It stimulates a healing response deep inside of you for your system to kind of let go of that imbalanced energy pattern it's holding in in the form of the illness and move into a space of more wellness, whether on the acute level or the chronic level. That is so interesting. So, so is it kind of similar to how people can take bee pollen for allergies, that little small micro dose over time, it doesn't give you the allergy and instead helps fight the allergy. Is it that same type of, I know, cause you made the analogy with the red onion. Yes. But, okay. It's similar. I mean, it's, it, that's a homeopathic, um, technique definitely. But th- what's so important about homeopathic remedies is that, um, high dilution. Mm. Yeah. Okay. What about if things are in a tincture? Because I think the main homeopathic remedies that I've ever taken were in a tincture form. And when you look at the back of the bottle, it says, I mean, everything's in Latin. So I'm like, I have no idea what's in this, but then it says maybe 13 X, four X, five X. Is that the, I'm assuming that's maybe the concentration of that? Yeah. Those are combination remedies. Okay. So that's not what I work with. Um, those okay. are more, those can be effective and I'm certainly not going to disparage them, but they aren't um, classical homeopathy, which is really oh. taking the time to assess the patient and giving one remedy at a time. Interesting to see maybe how thing, how your body responds right, to just one. Because, okay. you know, homeopathy is essentially a vibrational medicine and we can only be resonating with one <laughs> kind of vibrational misattunement at a time. In homeopathic philosophy, we view illness as stemming from a a misattunement in the vital force of the patient. In homeopathy, we understand that symptoms aren't disease. They're the results of disease. And the disease, again, is that misattunement deep inside the vital force of an individual. So when somebody is ill... Um, it's because there's a deeper imbalance, whether it's, you know, on the acute level or on the chronic level. Now, when somebody's acutely ill, there is, yes, the germ that we come into contact with, but there's also the susceptibility. And so understanding what's individual about the person and how they're experiencing their illness is very important in remedy selection. So those combination remedies, again, they can be somewhat effective, but they're much more allopathic because you're saying, okay, here's the name of the illness, whether it's Lyme or parasites or whatever, and here's a medicine that I'm taking for it. Oh, I and, see. I yeah. see. Yeah. And, and again, not that that's bad, but in home, in, in true classical homeopathy, we're really understanding who the person is and giving the remedy for the person who's sick rather than for the name or the label of the illness. It's a very different way of thinking, even in holistic medicine, because we're so used to saying, well, what herb can I take for, you know, diarrhea exactly. or what, what can I take to stop my strep throat when really in homeopathy, it's understanding, well, how can we support the sick person so their body can heal itself? So it is, it's so, that's super interesting how it takes 
a very different approach sometimes. And I mean, cause even like you said, in the holistic space, I have X, well, how can I support that naturally? And it's more just a, sometimes even a spin on conventional, whereas we need to go deeper. How do we support the root cause? So as, as a practitioner, how do you find that in people? What are some ways that, that you do that? That I find what remedy is needed? Yeah. Or find like what their root cause is. Yeah. So in homeopathic philosophy, the root cause is susceptibility. The root cause is not parasites. The root cause is not yeast. It's susceptibility. Because if there's not that open window, the person won't become ill. So the way we assess in homeopathy is through a hour, well, with a constitutional or chronic patient. We talk for at least an hour about everything that's going on. I get a full account of all their symptoms, but also we talk about personality, things that are stressful for you. What are your sensitivities? A lot of times we talk about childhood. Uh, what was your role in the family? What was your health as a kid? Because our homeopathic or our constitutional state doesn't tend to change a whole lot throughout our lives. And it's the it's the energetic patterning, the stress response to life that we hold very deeply and that can be passed down actually ancestrally or generationally. And so it's on it's getting to the real the root in homeopathic thinking is this energetic pattern that every person holds a unique energetic signature and matching it with a remedy that shares that same energetic signature. That's what we learn in the four years of homeopathic training are the energetic signatures. And so these can involve things like personality, mental state, physical symptoms, susceptibilities. You know, are you constantly getting coughs, coughs, colds? Is your throat the susceptible area? Is it your digestive system? Are you sensitive to grief? Are you sensitive to road rage? Are you sensitive to, uh, you know, finances? It's so fascinating when you start learning about the remedies in homeopathy. It's sort of similar to human design, right? There's so many aspects that we consider and we have 5,000 remedies to choose from. So believe it or not, there's one remedy that best matches each person on earth. That's crazy. So you're really more so like looking into personality and I mean, so do you use any other diagnostic tools? Do you use any, even I guess, conventional diagnostic tools, labs or other function, even functional tests? No, no. I mean, it's helpful to know what the diagnosis is, right? But right. homeopathy, again, we don't prescribe for the diagnosis or the right. name of the disease. What's important is the individual ex experience of the patient. So I could have 10 people with colitis, 10 people with migraines, and they would each get a different homeopathic remedy uh, because their experience is so widely different. That's what the huge difference is, is that conventional medicine says, well, the headache is the problem. Here's a headache medicine. Homeopathy right. says there's a, a susceptibility in the patient. Here's a medicine for the patient. Interesting. Okay. So because I work with a lot of hormones, hormone issues in the view of homeopathy, and I know it will change depending on the person, but what do you see some common root cause issues in your lens for potential hormone imbalance? Let's just say PMS issues. Yeah. So I think my answer is going to be unsatisfying in that I'm going to say it's an energetic imbalance in the system. That's always the root cause. And what I mean by energetic imbalance, it's that 
level that's the precursor to all the physical and chemical reactions, all the hormonal reactions happening in the body. There's a layer below that, that in homeopathy, we call it the energetic level, the level of the vital force. It's the level of the animating energy inside each organism. And when that is misattuned, we get all sorts of problems. So the root cause of a hormone imbalance in homeopathic philosophy is the same cause, is the same root cause of a mental emotional imbalance. It is a deep misattunement in the sort of vibrational center of the being, the, the vital force. Again, that term that we use to describe the animating life energy in an organism. And so when we do this intake, it's really about understanding the root in terms of who this person is, what are their sensitivities. We all have an area Haley, that our life revolves around, right? Mm -hmm. We all have a certain area that our problems tend to show up in. We all have these specific susceptibilities and insensitivities. And so by investigating this at the client, in, in the client during the intake, we're able to get a feel for their, their state, as we call it, their state of being, their state of mind. And so, um, it's a much simpler approach than something like functional medicine. Although functional medicine does wonders and is certainly a really valuable modality, but it's not addressing this deep energetic imbalance, which is why sometimes people don't get results and they tend to chase uh, pathology sort of Mm -hmm. like, well, we have to treat the yeast. Now we have to treat the lime. Mm -hmm. Now we have to do this. And they don't really get that much better. It's because deep in their system, there is not an ability to resonate with wellness because of this stress imbalance, this energetic pattern that they're holding that very well could have been passed down through generations. And so what the homeopathic remedy does is helps loosen that stuckness so that the person can be more free and can come into vibrational resonance with wellness. And then other modalities will start to work much better because they're not fundamentally blocked at that root energetic level. Totally get that. Okay. That definitely makes a lot more sense. So what is the difference then when you're looking at this energetic state, maybe between the difference of an acute versus a chronic issue? Yeah, that's a great question because it's a huge difference. You know, so far we've been talking about really chronic issues, chronic assessment. And those are for things that are you know, ongoing, like you said, hormonal issues, mental, emotional issues like anxiety and depression, chronic fatigue, digestive issues, all of these things are chronic. But really where most people start using homeopathy is for issues that are acute, coughs, colds, uh, tummy bugs, hand, foot, mouth, injuries, sore throats. Homeopathy can help so much and it's a much less complex (laughs) uh, analysis. And so part of my part of my passion is to teach moms to use homeopathy at home for your family. And it's actually quite easy to learn how to assess an acute case. Again, we're not just prescribing for the name of it, of the ailment. We need some details about what the individual patient is experiencing, but you know, you have, it's narrowed down a little bit for you. If, If you have a sore throat, there are probably a handful of remedies that, that will be helpful and you just need to narrow it down. So part of my teaching is in, you know, really helping people understand how to take an acute case through the lens of homeopathy, how to select a remedy, how to use the remedy, how to dose the remedy, and what each remedy is very useful for in an acute situation. So we have remedies that can help, again, with 
coughs, colds, tummy bugs, sore throats, diarrhea, croup. Um, and I've put together several courses to help moms understand this. And they also go into homeopathic philosophy a bit and really the history of homeopathy because, you know, it's a 200-year-old modality with quite a lot of history. Where did it originate? Homeopathy originated in Germany in the 1700s. Uh, A physician named Samuel Hahnemann was the founder or the developer of homeopathy, the father of homeopathy he's referred to. He developed this whole system of medicine based, again, on that principle of like cures like, and it's just grown in popularity throughout the world. It's had some it's had some efforts to suppress it, no doubt, but it's hugely popular in Europe and India and having a big resurgence in the United States. You know, it, it was originally in many of our medical schools at the beginning of the, at the end of the 1800s, beginning of the 1900s until the Flexner Report, which I'm sure you've heard about, you know, came out and really was a tool to streamline medicine, to walk hand in hand with conventional science Uh, pharmaceutical science, which is, you know, the system that we're in today that really favors profits over patient wellness and anything that's not under this umbrella of like conventional scientific medicine is maligned and pushed aside. But people are starting to see, you know, see for themselves that that's not the system they want to participate in anymore. So homeopathy is having a big resurgence. Agreed. Because people are looking for actual roots to their problems. And and even... I love that you say that, and I, lo- I loved your answer to the hormone thing because everyone just wants to say, oh, my estrogen's lower, my progesterone's low, like just give me a natural form to boost that. But my question is always deeper, why is it low? But we, because we need to fix that. And th- you brought up the fact about parasites. Yeah, like, yes, getting rid of parasites is a great thing. It's very healing. I have seen it help hundreds of thousands of people. But why is your body susceptible to holding these types of infections? Because that's how you truly can maintain this health going forward. And so I think I think there are people in the functional space who will really appreciate that lens too. Of course, there's varying aspects of any type of practice, but I think that what you said there is very refreshing and really important because we as Americans and just in this more conventional world, we aren't trained to necessarily think like that. So when I'm talking to my patients about that, it's kind of like a, a topic that it's a very different way of thinking. Right. Oh, definitely. Very different. So, okay. So you actually, you talked about something really interesting on your social media about sickness and why it's not necessarily a badge of honor to never get sick. Can we talk a little bit about that? Oh, sure. I'd love to. Yeah. I mean, in in homeopathic understanding, the the experience of acute illness is so valuable because it is able to exercise the immune system. It's like a pressure release valve for the immune system. And when we remove all opportunities for acute illness, you know, through over medications and things like that, we do a disservice to ourselves, to our whole community, because we're much more chronically ill. When we have an acute illness, something is happening deeply in our immune system that allows us to access sometimes a higher level of health on the other side of it. It facilitates developmental leaps in kids and serves as a sort of clearing energetically. And um, I think that we can see the evidence for ourselves that with much less acute illness comes much more chronic illness. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think that's a great, I see it too as a lens of 
potentially allowing your body to expel certain things like a lot of I know cultures look at it as kind of a way that we can detoxify our bodies being sick your nose is running you're draining things from your body and also knowing that your immune system it can kick on when it needs to kick on I don't think that people need to be sick once a month or even multiple times a year but to say oh my gosh I don't even actually know the last time I was sick I do I I was like that when I was in chiropractic school. And I just, I really think that my immune system was just so suppressed. Yeah. I mean, that can certainly happen. You know, it's going to vary for everybody too. Kids are going to get sick more often because their immune systems are developing, but adults, you know, some years you won't get sick. Some years you'll get sick a couple of times in a healthy adult. And that's, that's okay. I think our, also our obsession with control um, collectively really feeds this need to suppress acute illness and essentially trade it for chronic illness because at least it's predictable, right? At least we're sort of in control if we have this chronic issue versus a fever or something that comes out of the blue. It's like, you know, culturally we're so afraid of being out of control or, you know, trusting the process that we, I think we've really shot ourselves in the foot here in terms of what we've done with medicine and caring for our, ourselves long-term in this way. No, absolutely. It's, But that's why I think these types of things are becoming incredibly, incredibly potent. Definitely. So, okay. So I know that you are doing eventually doing a course with parasites. Can we talk a little bit about what might differ from homeopathy uh, with parasite than maybe other modalities or other therapies? Oh, sure. So yeah. So Kendra Needham and I, she's the holistic mother on Instagram. She is my partner in many, many courses that we've created together. And we just recently um, are working on a parasites course. And it's funny because <laughs> my portion is all about susceptibility and homeopathic philosophy around susceptibility. I don't list any homeopathic remedies quote unquote, for parasites. And her portion, you know, because she's much more about holistic um, care, not homeopathic care, Mm -hmm. um, is about really addressing the terrain and then some gentle parasite cleanses. But it really focuses on how do you prevent the parasite from coming? How do you make sure that your body isn't friendly. And so that's what I love about our teaching is that we are very much focused on um, understanding susceptibility as a huge part of any illness instead of just, well, it's this, I mean, because quite frankly, it's no different than a allopathic doctor saying, well, it's, you know, strep throat here, take the antibiotic, or it's this, this name of disease, take the antibiotic when you go to a holistic doctor and they say, here, it's parasites, take this medicine, and they do nothing to address the terrain or the susceptibility, it's a very allopathic approach. And just because it happens to be a natural substance, it can still do a disservice to the person because when we just remove that offender without doing anything to address the terrain, we're just going to be susceptible to the next offender that's mm-hmm. co- that's walking in the door. I mean, look at what has happened in the last two years, susceptibility, I feel like is such a, I don't know, but it's such a word that's been thrown around because if you are susceptible to one thing, you're susceptible, if you look at, you're susceptible to all these chronic diseases, heart disease, hypertension, diabetes, look at what else you're susceptible to. Yeah. 
So because I feel like, I mean, this is such a multifactorial thing, but clearly susceptibility has many different factors, nutrition, lifestyle, like you talked a lot about trauma or things that even can be passed down ancestrally. Do you, as a homeopathic practitioner, do you talk much about nutrition and how that fits into somebody's specific case? Not a ton. I mean, in general, people don't come to see me. They don't invest the time and money if they're eating terrible food. Right. So usually people come to see me after they've tried dietary changes, they've tried, you know, this modality or that modality, and they're already doing a good job. So, you know, if you're eating Takis and Pepsi all day, every day, you might have a harder time. (laughs) Of course. But I'm not, I'm actually a fan of a very normal, healthy diet. The goal in homeopathy is to get you to the place where you could eat a piece of pizza, you know, and be okay. Mm -hmm. I I don't- Resiliency. Right. Yes. Because having a super, super restrictive diet long-term is hard on a person and it can be very limiting. And so the goal is to kind of have freedom and ease and be able to move with life rather than have to be set up so rigidly in order to get by. Because a lot of people come to see me and it's like, well, everything has to be just so, and then I might feel okay. After homeopathy, they're able to be okay in a wider variety of scenarios. That's our goal. Yeah. Okay. That definitely makes sense. So how do you, or what can you do to help potentially work through trauma or ancestral traumas that people might have that create the susceptibility. Yeah. It's not so much working through it, like in therapy. And there's this kind of cultural Mm -hmm. idea that if we're traumatized, we have to like do a lot of work to get over it. And I like Mm -hmm. to question that. I like to say, you know, it's actually healing isn't as, uh, as much work as we like to think it is. Um, you're, usually people aren't as far away from wellness as it feels like they are. And so I like to leave room for the possibility that you could be feeling really well in a couple weeks after a homeopathic remedy. It's not always this mountain climbing experience of like, well, once I finally get over my trauma, mm-hmm. the trauma can just, you can drop it off. Hmm, you can drop okay. it off on your path at any time. And it doesn't have to take up such a large portion of your identity and your story. And homeopathy helps to not, you know, disassociate from it, right? But it helps to come to a place of balance and more peace, I think. Because a lot of times when we're constantly healing trauma, right, it's we're so attached to it, we're so wrapped up in it that we're just reliving the trauma over and over. So I'd like to question that idea that trauma healing is is always hard. And I think our culture also encourages us to be constantly traumatized and, you know, not in control of our emotions and like overreactive and Mm. you know what I'm saying? And so there's so much emphasis placed on trauma. And I'm not saying trauma is not a big deal, right? It certainly is very, very impactful. But when we focus on resiliency, Mm -hmm. it's quite amazing what a human can, can heal from. I really, really like what you just said. I really like that. And I firmly actually quite strongly agree with that. 
Uh, it's definitely a different way of thinking about things because it is important to feel and it's important to think about things and not just like bury your head in the sand. But right. at the same time, you also want to create more resiliency in our, all areas of your life. So I, I really resonate with what you just said. I love that. I love that. Um, is there anything else about homeopathy that you think the beginner listener, if, if my listeners are anything like me where we didn't know much about it, that if there's anything else that we should know, like where are, are, home, are these products something that people can just get or, and start taking? I know that you said for some acute things you do for chronic things, you definitely want to work with somebody. Yes. So if you have a chronic illness, you can certainly see me or my wonderful intern Misty for uh, you know, constitutional care. It's a wonderful thing to do, especially if you're stressed, not feeling your best, or if you have a kid who is suffering from eczema, behavior issues, digestive issues, homeopathy can help in a really amazing way. But what's, I think, so special about homeopathy is it offers this complete system of medicine. It offers this amazing holistic solution for your home. There is not a scenario that a homeopathic remedy cannot help if you spend just a little bit of time learning homeopathy. And so I offer a homeopathy home prescribing course called Coming Home to Homeopathy, where we talk about the 30 most common remedies at home. It's a fantastic course to start, you know, at ground level in an intro to homeopathy course. And then my course with the holistic mother, you know, we have several courses available, but our main uh, our main deal is the complete holistic wellness toolkit that is both homeopathy and holistic techniques. So depending on what you're looking for, um, both of those courses are available and such wonderful resources. But I really encourage you to step into the driver's seat of your family's health. Find a holistic modality, whether it's homeopathy or something else, um, that gives you this comprehensive kit of solutions mm -hmm. when there's illness so that you're not like panic Googling in the middle of the night. You know exactly what to do. You have your kit there. You can reach for the remedy and then the person can be feeling better in very short time. So that's why I love homeopathy and, and helping moms learn it at home. So that's, that's what I would suggest is that's awesome. Learn I'm it. very, very excited to go through your course, which I'll yes. make sure that's linked in the show notes so people can check that out because I'm just, Thank I love you. learning about all these different modalities and just from a practitioner standpoint, because I, you know how I mentioned, so on full script and a few other dispensaries that I use, I'm able to get those combination type therapies and I've used them myself. I've recommended certain ones that I've used, mm -hmm. but specific homeopathic remedies, like the salt type ones or sucralose type or sucrose ones that you use, you probably, I'm assuming just have to get that from a practitioner, like a homeopathic practitioner, correct? Oh, sure. I do offer kits on my website that come from a, a local dispensary here in Minnesota. Um, they're a fantastic, I have a 64 piece kit, which is an amazing deal. It's the lowest price. I think you'll find a remedy kit anywhere. Um, so that's on my website, hoaglandhomeopathy.com. But you can also order remedies, you know, single remedies from Boron. Oh. I have a, um, an affiliate, or not an affiliate, but a discount code. It's J Hoagland. Well, I don't know what it is. I'll have to look and let you know. <laughs> you can let me know and I'll make sure it's in the show notes. And Olois is a wonderful uh, vegan lactose-free brand. I'll send you the link to that too. And so you can get those links all in there. Um, sure. and there's an, a code where they can save money through Alois too. So there are a lot of options. You know, if you're building your kit one remedy at a time, that totally works. Or if you're wanting to, you know, 
buy the whole the whole shebang and have remedies at home. It's just so nice because then you're waking up with with a croupy child at one a.m. and you have the remedy right there. It pays for itself in gosh copays at doctor visits uh, the first week or two. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. Exactly. And it's just so much better to even live more of a preventative. And then if you have to have the reactive, you can have something right on hand and not panic about it. Cause I think people don't think about it. And then when something happens, whether they get sick or some, you know, life happens and then it's like, Oh my gosh, I have nothing. I have nothing. And I don't know what I'm going to do. So being prepared for all of that with the natural and taking care of yourself in the interim so that you can prevent the chronic stuff is always the way to go. I think so. I mean, I've been using homeopathy since my kids were babies. They've never needed antibiotics, not one time. Wow. They've never they've been to the doctor like a handful of times. They've never needed, you know, emergency care. Certainly I would give them antibiotics if they needed it, but the yeah. has never come up and they're the healthiest kids I know. So, how old are they? Uh they're teenagers, 13 oh and 15. Gosh. And they've never needed antibiotics? Never. Wow. That's fascinating. That is so amazing. So lucky. I kind of think so too. Yeah. <laughs> so lucky. I mean, it's no parent's fault if they've, I feel like a lot of parents feel guilt. Like if they've, if their kids have had to have antibiotics. Right. But it's, it's not, don't feel the guilt. Just know that you have other options to not saying that you wouldn't give your kid an antibiotic if they needed it. Of course you would, but oh, maybe hundred percent would. Maybe they just, that you get them to a point where they're healthy enough where they don't, they don't get the straps and they don't get these illnesses that otherwise would warrant an antibiotic. Yeah. And if, you know, you're finding yourself in a cycle of antibiotics, homeopathy can help you get out of that. Mm. So reach out to a homeopath because we can do so much kind of helping unwind these compounded layers of illness that we get into over time. But yeah, I mean, there is a time and a place for conventional medicine, right? Even though it can be suppressive, sometimes it's the way to go because it's life saving. You know, steroids have their place. Antibiotics for sure have their place. Um, so no judgment there and yeah, for sure. Don't feel bad. I mean, I, I made a post a couple months ago about taking a Tylenol when I had a headache. <laughs> Sometimes yeah, it's the path happen. of least resistance. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. So to kind of wrap up, thank you so much for all of this amazing knowledge. I'm going to have to go back and re-listen to this probably five or six times because mm-hmm. there's just so many interesting pieces and I probably will read that book. Um, and I'm very excited to go through your course, but can you tell everybody your social media, where they can connect with you, where they can find you? And I'll make sure whatever you reference to your courses, the kits, I can make sure those are all linked in the show notes. Sure. Yep. I'm the enlightened homeopath on Instagram, Jenny Hoagland, classical homeopath on Facebook. Kendra and I are developing a TikTok called the Holistic Wellness Toolkit, but that is still under construction. So we'll see if I actually uh, become a TikTok star. That is to be determined. I will be waiting. (laughs) Those are going to be some great videos. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate it. And I know that my listeners are going to get a lot out of this episode. Oh, thanks, Haley. It's been my pleasure.